for this 25th Sunday after Pentecost. It comes to us from the Gospel of Mark, the 13th chapter, which was just read a few moments ago. And it'll serve as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, there they were. I happen to be talking about Jesus and his disciples. There they were. They were together. They were in Jerusalem. And they were marveling at the magnificent temple that King Herod had built. It was one of the most impressive man-made structures in all of the ancient world. You couldn't help but stand there and gaze at it. It was absolutely glorious. In fact, it was beyond glorious. According to the text, Jesus does something out of the ordinary. He foretells the destruction of the temple. As he was walking out of the temple, one of his disciples, and we don't know which one it was, but asked Jesus a question. The disciple said to Jesus, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and wonderful buildings. And as we see, Jesus uses this opportunity to teach his disciples the lesson that they need to know. Jesus said to the disciple, Do you see these great buildings? Can you imagine? There you are. You're looking at this magnificent temple. It's absolutely wonderful. And then Jesus says it all. There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. The rest of the disciples, they couldn't believe what they were hearing. They were gazing at the splendor of all the stones which the disciples were fascinated with. This temple was said to have unbelievable and unfathomable stones inside. If you are a history nut, then you know how true that is. Because we are told throughout, if you will, the tradition of the church, that these stones were 37 feet long, 18 feet wide, and of course, 12 feet high. All of that was dressed in gold. Supportive and impressive that must have been. The disciples, they wanted a sign. They wanted to know in advance when this was to take place. The disciples, Peter and James and John and Andrew and all the rest of the disciples were devastated at what Jesus was saying. They couldn't believe their ears. They wondered how. How could this happen to this magnificent building? You see, looking at our text 
for today from the Gospel of Matthew or Gospel of Mark, the thirteenth chapter. We find two main teachings that Jesus wanted to teach his disciples. First was the attraction to possessions. And second, of course, was eschatology, meaning the returning of Christ. It begins when Jesus warns his disciples, don't be misled, don't be deceived. After all, the beauty of the temple. We're leading them to like material things. In other words, what Jesus was saying is that what makes a house worship, right, worthy, is not the outward appearance, but rather the word of God, right, was being preached inside. What Jesus was saying to his disciples is this, don't let the deceiving world mislead you. You see, the things of this world, they do not endure. All earthly splendor will be forgotten on that last day when Christ returns. You see, here's the thing. The world that the disciples knew, it was all about to come unglued. They didn't understand why. They didn't know why these things had to happen. Things were beginning to unravel, fall apart as it were. Civilization and creation and family life and religion and society, life in general as they knew it, were on the verge of becoming unglued. Jesus' words, all in all, were pretty frightening. All kinds of trouble and disasters and conflicts and pestilence and persecution were being or about to be unleashed. But of course, that's nothing new, is it? Our world today is the same as it was in the time of the disciples. And these things have been ongoing for a very, very long time. And truth be told, they will continue to happen. That is, until Christ returns. So what is it that Jesus wanted his disciples to know? Sure, in front of them was the beautiful temple. But God didn't want them to put their faith and trust in material possessions. The greatest treasure stood before Peter, James, and John, and Andrew, and Bartholomew, and Thomas, and all the other disciples. The bottom line is Jesus would tell them that salvation is found in none other than himself. The world that the disciples knew, it was coming unglued. And of course, they didn't understand. But yet, God knew what would happen in their life. And the same can be said for you and I. God knows what happens in our life. Have you ever had one of those days where everything goes wrong? I mean everything. You get up in the morning, your alarm doesn't go off. You get to the cupboard to get something to eat. There's nothing there you want. You go out and you start your car, and it doesn't start. You get a speeding ticket on the way to work. You get to work, and there's a sign on the door, closed. 
for inventory. Have you ever had days where nothing goes right? Well, you see, this was what Jesus was telling his disciples. Don't be alarmed of the things that are to come. Things will happen. Things will get bad. You will be put in front of kings and queens and juries, and you might even face death. But don't lose faith. You see, from the very beginning, the very onset, Adam and Eve, because of the fruit of their sin, these things happen. Because of sin, the peace and harmony of the world has been shattered. Because of sin, things are inside out, upside down, out of whack, as it were. So here's the thing. Jesus tells us, do not place our hope, our trust, our faith in things that will pass away. He tells his disciples, you are smarter than that. What Jesus is telling his disciples, as well as each of us who are here today, this very comforting passage from Scripture, where Jesus says, for God's love the world, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You see, Christ and his gospel is the greatest treasure that mankind can ever have. You see, Jesus is the glue, as it were, of our world, holding everything together. And by believing in him and trusting in him and only him, you and I are given the gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation. So remember, when things get bad, what do you do? You turn to the Lord. And you ask the Lord to be there with you. By believing in Him and trusting in Him, God gives you forgiveness, life, and salvation. Nothing else in this world matters. So remember, sure, we may have a beautiful building, and someday it may be destroyed, whether that be by storm or by unmaintenance or whatever have you. But don't put your faith in trust in material things. Put your faith in trust in God, because with God, meaning Jesus Christ, you have eternal life. And you need to know this. God loves you. He loves you, and these gifts are yours freely through faith in Christ Jesus. So what more is there to say? But then amen, so say it. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, may he keep your hearts and minds focused on the one true Savior, and that is Jesus Christ. Amen. Please stand.